Welcome to the show. We're going to be watching a little AEW Dynamite, relaxing, just goofing around and decompressing. Maybe I'll do ASMR voice tonight. I don't know. Welcome to the show, everybody. From Atlanta, Fulton County. We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. Purple color, I see. Then you maintain the status. December 7th, 19th. Question a psychopath. I love you so badly. I got me. Welcome in, this is Keith Pazel, watching a little TV here, AEW specific tonight, uh, probably going to tool around, you know, we'll flip around in between commercials, I got things to talk about, I got theories about tonight, as we know this is the West Coast feed, so, uh, you know, this has happened, we're in the we're in the past right now, um, you know, as everybody knows, the West Coast lives on tape delay, we get everything not live, uh, and if it is live, it's goddamn two in the afternoon, it's atrocious, but we're here. And we're going to watch it. Big things happened here on AEW Dynamite. We're going to get right into it. Let me fade this music out. Bring that back to the foreground, and we'll get a little dynamite here. So we caught it a little late, but this show started up with Chris Jericho coming out and calling out Daniel Garcia. As you know, last week, he uh, he wrestled Daniel Bryan and was celebrating with... I keep calling him Daniel Bryan because of WWE. He wrestled Bryan Danielson... And uh, Jericho got all upset and broke up the embrace. And I, what made me laugh, though, is Jericho was like, Daniel Garcia, you spun me around. He's mad because he spun him around. Why is it I've been around you for 15 years and haven't seen it once? Huh? Listen, other people might say I'm the greatest professional wrestler of all time. And when you talk about longevity, reinvention, changing the course of wrestling history, I damn well might be. But don't forget this, you want to talk wrestling? I'm the last survivor of Stu Hart's dungeon. I remember every- He really did get thin, though. I'll give Jericho credit. People called him fat for about a year, and he really did just fucking get on those dietary supplements. Probably rocketing oozy shits out before every match. A lot of great beards. Look at that girl in the skull mask. Her, she's bug-eyed. She's probably on some fucking Molly right now. Ask you a question. Say we were able to ask your mentor, Stu Hart, who's a better wrestler, Lionheart. Say we were able to, since he's been dead for so long. That's the thing. Like, it keep this whole like I'm the last student of Stu Hart's dungeon. Like, do people even remember Stu Hart? He's been dead for a fucking hot minute. American Dragon Brian Danielson, 
Who do you think he'd say? If we wrestled a match right here in Cleveland. They're not, though. It's going to be at the pay-per-view. And the American Dragon, Dan Bryan Danielson. Who do you think would win that match? WWE would have trademarked. Look at that beard in the background. Look at that Amish man. And that orange beard in the background, He's he chants, and you can see his lisp in the chant. It's pretty incredible. Well, you got it. He just has that. You can see he's, you're a wrestler. Oh, no, he did it already because it was when Daniel Garcia was out. They were chanting, you're a wrestler. And that orange neckbeard guy was like, you're a wrestler. And you totally saw his tongue just scraping the roof of that mouth. And until then, watch your back, Brian. Because you never know. When I might be hitting you. Oh, there he goes. He took that like a champ, though. Usually you see people fucking, like, brace for impact. Fucking Danielson, even with his history of concussions, he fucking took that like a champion. He really does wear the daddest shoes of all time, though. I don't know if you can see there. You can see a good shot there. And look at those shoes, those new balances. That's just a, a man who hikes mountains. A big challenge, though, for the uh, amazing for uh, September 4th, the American Dragon versus Lionheart. Review it all out. That is massive, guys. That that's where I would get caught up as a wrestler when they have to stare into the camera during their music and they're just like at the pay per view. Yes, I'm here, standing. You think you got me? They're just naming their surroundings. I would just start listing off things I could see: rubber, mats, ring. Turnbuckle, scared. So yeah, this is the big buildup. We're gonna see it all unfold, even though we know what happened. So, not doing any spoilers. We all know CM Punk got squashed here. There's theories abound. Uh, we'll go over some of the internet theories and all that stuff. What I think is taking place, just because I have a little bit of knowledge of the situation back there but uh we got an interesting set of things to talk about during this show let me pull up the google trans and the twitter in the old episode database here that was a good match that was a good match that music i don't know this might be copywritten by AEW only Look at them, all those belts except for the AEW titles. I don't know. I mean, everybody seems happy to work there, but it does seem like everyone has their own set of behind-the-scenes AEW drama. You have anything going on with CM Punk, because that guy's a goddamn drama mountain. And then you got FTR with their early drama, because if people don't know, when FTR got hired by AEW, they went on Jim Cornette's podcast. And just kind of like a half kayfabe interview talk shit about the young bucks how they weren't going to play their indie wrestling stuff it really was half in character it wasn't like a sloppy job and apparently there was real heat on them in the back locker room and the people didn't appreciate that they went on Cornet's show yada 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 so they kind of got not buried but i think 
they did their quick tag team run and then they jobbed to the young bucks and then the young bunks the young bunks uh the bucks won on their run and then of course lost the belts to uh the lucha brothers in a cage match which i saw on lsd live it was a good time uh if you're wondering keith is it easy to hallucinate and look through a fence at people wrestling no it's not and hallucinating doesn't make it any easier um but then ftr got hot naturally they started putting all these tag titles on them so you think obviously this is going to crescendo to ftr versus the young bucks but it really hasn't uh the bucks bailed on the tag titles to do the trios tournament with kenny omega um who's been cutting weird like secret anti-cornet promos after shows it's all weird at aew everybody's in their feelings in the aew locker room it really is an emotional group of gals over there that is massive yeah definitely for sure strong lockup side headlock right there by dax two guys slapping each other on bare skin this is fantastic Jack Harwood may be one of the hard, may be the hardest hitter in all of AEW. Lethal sounded like he took a big fucking shit during that fucking pump handle. Dax is a good singles wrestler. Like I could see him. This is like that's when you know you're in a good spot. If if uh if the other one gets hurt, then he can go on a singles run. But I think he would be good for like a quick flash title shot, like how they did Chris Jericho in 2000 when he won the WWF title for like one night and then they called it back because the ref counted too fast. He would be perfect for that because he really can go as a single. Very believable. Even my cousins, just don't do it. They're not any. <laughs> Interesting chance tonight. Interesting night tonight, the way they went with that punk squash. We'll talk about it more as it goes on. Lethal on the wrist, headlock again by Hardwood. Uh, these two guys are really, really fundamentally sound. They're solid. It's almost as if you sit here and you wait for one of them to make a real bad mistake because it seems like that's the only way the other loses. Yeah. Yeah, Toss the cartwheel, the drop kick, well executed by Jay Lethal. And Got the ass boys versus Billy Gunn. Colton Gunn versus Billy Gunn. With a father versus son for the first time ever, a unification match for the first time. But you're right. Another shock tonight, too. And that's another thing, punks. A lot of thunder stealing tonight. Uh, and speaking of that, Thunder Rosa had to relinquish her title. And I think this something might have happened. She sprained her ankle coming in or sandbagged someone backstage. Who knows? But she relinquished her women's title. I think they're going to do another interim thing there. So I, at the pay-per-view, we're going to do a four-way. It's going to be Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, uh, Hikaru Shida, which that's one of their pulls from like the YouTube shows. There's always someone who's won 75 matches on the YouTube show who they're like, all right, you get it. Um, they want the, like they have their rankings and they, they keep track of the stats and they say the wins matter, but they only matter when they like want them to fit a story. Cause really, if, if wins mattered, then FTR should have these tag team titles, but they don't even, they haven't even sniffed a shot at it. Look at that mustache. All his furies trapped in that stash right there. That's why he doesn't want to win the tag titles. It'll just release. His mustache will just poof off his body. I don't think how, however seasoned a wrestler I could ever become, I don't think I could ever, ever withstand the bare 
slap to the chest. I think no matter how tough I was, I'd always go, I'd always be making noises. The gods have yet to make a man. Got a picture in picture commercial break. This is when we go to the trends. Let's see what the Google trends are. What are people talking on the internets? How's everybody doing out there? Against tape. Against tape. Whomever may dare to challenge us. Man, a lot of blondes in this show. They just went outrageous. It's gonna be like how they show no blood, and when they do, you fucking pass out. There's gonna be so many, so many blondes on that show. By the time you see a goddamn a brunette, you're gonna fucking collapse. Preservatives. Nor taste for good. Ah, allergy sufferers. Bedtime means it's time to take Zizol. Zizol relieves allergies. Why do you? Yeah, I'll take Zizol, but. Why don't you get out of my room, giant owl? I'm allergic to your down. ...in a pill nearly half the size. Be wise all. Take Zizol at night. Because I'm a wise owl. Like, I love the touch. I get that the owl's wise, and he wants to cure your allergies, but why the rich? Why can't he be a man of the people? Does he, are you saying that regular people can't afford Zyrtec? I'll tell you what, we can afford it, but we prefer Walgreens brand. It's better. Let's see. Sly Stallone getting divorced from Jennifer. Now, is this one of the... Let's see. Is this a divorce? Oh, I'm looking at it on the wrong screen. Let's bring you guys the news. Pull this up. Trends. I'm used to doing everything on that TV. You got to forgive me here, guys. Yeah, Sylvester Stallone says he's calling it quits with his wife. But, I, you know, you get tripped up sometimes. Sometimes you think this is one of those 30-year Danny DeVito, Rhea Perlman marriages. Then you click on the story and you find out that this is just some fucking, some fling that ended because he has to go shoot a movie in Barcelona. Uh, let's see here. Let me change the screen so you guys can see it, though. There it is. There's Sly and his... Now let's go to page six, the dirt. Oh yeah, uh, August 19th divorce. His friend blindsided by wife Jennifer Flavin's August 19th divorce. You know, she kept telling me to get rid of my turtle. Eh, she, they look the same age, so this could be a, his wife of 25 years. That's a long time. She could just want to go out and uh, maybe she's with Harry Styles. Maybe she's on tour with Harry and Olivia Wilde, who is wild and out. Talk about that here. What else do we got? Back to Dynamite. Back to Jalethal. Sly will bounce back. He'll be with someone who looks exactly like her, but a little younger. Fairly soon. Man, look at that family. None of them look happy, except for Sly. He's got a turtle. That's all he's got in his life. Is that his his turtle from Rocky? He probably talks to it. All his secrets. You tell all your secrets to the turtle, Sly. Look at him and his pupper. He's got a turtle and a pupper, and looks like it looks like the wheel of an off-roading vehicle back there. Look at you. Kick her to the curb, Sly. Do another six Rockies. Get yourself some alimony money and secured and intact. You'll be all right. What more do we got here? Never lets go of the waist lock. A real man never lets go of another man's waist. But now it's, it's 
Man, you could see my parents licking their chops when I was a kid watching wrestling to just make all the gay jokes. They wanted to make them all, but they knew it would have permanent side effects. That didn't stop my dad. Honestly, it was less about that and more about making sure you knew it was fake. Making sure you knew that that, imagine, that imagination of yours was just not active. Jabs there. Your, is your mind wandering a little bit? It's not real. Firing back with right hands of his own. Yeah, those are, those are nice sticking shots. Trying to oh. test the chin of Harwood, and Harwood a massive right hook. I, 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 oh, another thing I uh, behind the grapevine thing I heard. Can you go behind the grapevine? I know you hear things through the grapevine. But when you get behind that grapevine, you find out a lot of juicy stuff. So Dax Harwood, the pasty mustached wrestler in the ring. Um, what if I just said a, the light skinned black guy in the ring? Uh, the pasty mustache guy. He cut a promo about how his daughter. I love how I got the shot up of Sly flashing off his Hawaiian girl tattoo right behind this match. That's classic. Um, so he did this whole promo about how his daughter was sick and fucking braved it out and he was going to fight like an eight year old girl. Apparently, he doesn't even have a kid or a daughter. Now, he might, but I don't know. I heard through the grapevine that that wasn't true. Or maybe whoever told me that was just lying. Your friends will just lie to you for jokes. Make you look like a fool on your Twitch stream. Almost vomited right there. That would have upped the, the followers. This guy pukes when he burps. No, that's the whole anchor of this show. Even if you don't like me, I'm streaming cable illegally, you know? At least join on for that. At least join on for two hours, three day, three times a week for that. Damn right. Smart wrestling, quite frankly. Use everything around you that can help you. Uh, Man, it's so you can. The audience is just so anticipating this title match, and then when it all ends in three minutes, it just fucking goes to hell. It just goes to hell. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to rewatch it unfold and see if I can see any sort of because so CM Punk goes down, injures his foot, could be a work, could not be a work. Is he leaving? Is he punished? Is he fired? A lot of things up in the air. Also, that side of the knee should have. You're right. Jay, yeah. Jay may be thinking lethal injection Absolutely. here. Absolutely. That's what he's doing. Uh -oh. He's looking for it, but too far away. Yeah, Harwood was a step back out of position. And now Harwood, the powerbomb. I love that about wrestling that you can't do with real fighting is the idea that you need other objects to, like, to propulsion yourself off of to do your move. Like, what if you were just fist fighting with a guy? And then all of a sudden you fucking had your friend's link arms and you used them to bounce off so you could do a flipping DDT on them. That would be badass if you injured them, but you'd also be made fun of for it. You didn't hear about Keith, dude? He fucking totally broke the school bully's neck. What did he do? He did a fucking 360 top rope code red on him. And then he DX chopped him and asked if he smelled what he was cooking. Everybody laughed at him. But, you know, nobody gets bullied by, by Trevor anymore. And the hook. Oh! I don't know how he didn't get the win there on the block dragon screw. I, I think it was because he didn't have both legs hooked. But right now, Harwood steps Oh, slick, man. That was slick. And you notice when Lethal raised that shot up, up the mat, Sharp used the momentum. Sharp the scorpion sharpshooter. Oh, 
I love when there's two names for one move because you get so many options when someone locks it on. That Scorpion Death Shooter, the Shooper Scorpion Shoot Lock. Sanjay Dutt only cuts a good promo and like if he's on Adderall. He sounds like he just snorts a big fucking huff of Adderall. Think this is where we're going to end it? Yeah. Flipping around. Is he going to win on the... I know he wins on a roll-up grabbing the tights. As many has been booked, Taz. Man, the AEW audience is just a weird bunch. Like, not in a bad way, but it is like a wrestling Petri dish. You got, like, unclean, like cl- unclean dudes, dudes that are showered but their facial hair makes them look uncleaned you got clean people that are wearing jewelry so they look scummy you got people dressed up like orange cassidy cm punk t-shirts all the women are wearing masks i'm sure it has nothing to do with covid man that really is true there's a couple goth broads that don't have time for the masks my acceptance of Satan keeps me immune from it. Here, let's pull Sly off. We'll save Sly to the next commercial. Got him with the tights. Classic got him with the tights. Now, what this builds to, who knows? Uh, but that's a good move. If you're going to beat one of your champions, do it in a singles match when it doesn't matter. But listen to this promo. Yeah, we're going to go home and bump key bumps at my house. Yeah, play with my dad's unloaded hunting rifles. Dax, I got a message for you and your buddies. Your big dumb buddies. You think that you know what's going on and all that. I said it was going to be a trios match, but I never told you who was part of our team. So I'm going to let you in on a little scoop right it's Certainly not the giant man who can't wrestle. Jay Lethal teaming with... Two close personal friends. And your mom. Oh, it's the Motor City Machine Guns. You know, not really that special. I will say, though, nothing did more for the Motor City Machine Guns, Alex Shelley, and whoever the fuck is the other machine gun, than the death of TNA. These were just a jobber fucking tag team in TNA, and then TNA goes down... And everybody gets nostalgia for it. So now the machine guns are like, you know, they're just two wrestlers who hold up their hands like mittens. They're fine. That came out of fucking nowhere. JR is disgusted that he has to sit next to a man wearing a luchador mask. Look at that face. And it's not the Bell's palsy. There's no room for fucking, uh, for old girl, old Britt Baker's manager, I hear, is tugging on JR's fucking peener, which is gross, but good for JR. DraftKings, wonder how much money they're making off that. Let's go back to the Google, see what's going on. So, yeah, Sly's brokenhearted, uh, and I think we all need to care about that. Gabby Hanna, this is where I wish I was on TikTok. Apparently, a TikToker did a Brody Stevens. Uh, and was posting mad TikToks in a day. 
Uh, the EMS got to her, though. Apparently. Now, I don't know who this is, but I've always say you got to watch out for a throat tattoo. Right there on the apple, too, of where an apple would be. That's a lot of tendon, and it looks like a June bug, some type of bug. Yeah, this is a... That's a bipolar tattoo. She's going to come out with a some sort of phrase tattooed to her ribs. That's the next step. But we wish her well. I want her to get that phrase. The, the rib phrase always keeps people intact. I've never met a recovering anything that had some sort of message tattooed on their rib that ever fucking relapsed, that ever relapsed. So, yeah, I watched a few of these videos. Um, it's a little morbid to say, but they're like, even when I found out it happened, Larry was like, oh, I was watching them all day. It's so disheartening. But I was like, but what were on them? Did she bring out razor blades is what I want to know. No, it, yeah, it was like, it's just ink. She was just, it, it almost, if you didn't know she was insane, you'd think like, oh, she's turning into an alt comic. Cause it was just her popping in front of a mirror being like, we're all part of the church of computer Jesus Christ. Oh, dead babies screaming about dead babies. That's never good. That's not fun. That's not like a Mr. Show sketch. And I guess it was the frequency. Although that would be, that would be annoying and fun to be a TikToker that like I post 300 videos a day. <laughs> be impossible to track back. I do that just so I can make, I do 300 TikToks a day and make one good one in the morning. And so people have to scroll back through all my history to find the one good one. Oh no, there was one good one. They're just hitting all my shit. Just me staring at the fucking, just me watching AEW Dynamite. Um, the 31 year old internet personality began sharing videos in 2013. Man, TikTok is wild that it like, I think all these TikTok people are new, but then you find out like, no, they were on fucking popular on, on J date. Yeah, there are a lot of Vine people on TikTok. TikTok brought back the short streamed entertainment people. A lot of those Vine people thought they were going to have to be accountants forever, but. Spicy accountants? Oh, no. Is that what they call those? Yeah. That's pretty great. So if you didn't hear that, apparently they're calling strippers spicy accountants. That's fun. Okay, here's Thunder Rosa relinquishing her title. She's crying like Tony Khan is, has cue cards in front of her and like a dynamite, like a, a roll of C4 on one of her loved ones. Interwomen world champion. Oh, Tony, I'm overwhelmed because my loved ones are being held captive by Tony Khan. My friend, my tag team partner, I hope that your dreams come. I have to pay half my face for this shit tonight. Entering your champion. But I want to remind everybody that this is not going to stop me. This is going to make me better. And I'm gonna I want to remind everybody that even though all you people hate me in the locker room, I will be back. Apparently not well liked Thunder Rosa, which makes me upset. She used to be a social worker. She helps. She takes on the burden of people's fucking sorrow. You let her be a dick in the ring. So what if she doesn't want to take a DDT? She's fucking taking DDTs from life. Oh, sorry. I would have saw it. Wow. Massive. Didn't expect that. Ooh. 
like that music. Colton Gunn coming out with the athletic tape. Wrestlers love the athletic tape. It's almost like face paint at this point. Come out with all sorts of formations that you could tell don't have any medical use. That looks like it's stretching some sort of muscle out. I tried to put athletic tape on my foot and I don't buy it. It just fucking made my foot throb. Can you imagine having to sit like as a audience person when there's a manager like K-Fame just staring at the wrestler, smiling maniacally as you enjoy a wrestling show? Listen to his rap. Look at Billy Gunn's just not steroided body. Billy Gunn probably fucking hates rap, dude. He's definitely a Toby Keith kind of guy. Look at those flip-flops popping out of the bottom of that fucking... Bet you the first time he suggested that the Billy Gun, we're gonna do the scissor thing. He's just like, we ain't really gonna rub fucking dicks together, are we, man? I don't fucking do that. I got a wife. Can you just sit here while just this black man is gonna s- grin maniacally while you enjoy the show? Like, I wonder if he comes up beforehand and is just like, I just want to let you know, I'm a part of the show. And I'm going to stare weirdly next to you and not react to anything you do. You know what? Your kid shouldn't attack you. I, I son versus son. They picked the one that looks most like Billy Gunn, too. Two consecutive nights of AEW action. First Dynamite on Wednesday, October 12th, and Rampage on Thursday, October 13th. Both events at the Coca-Cola Coliseum. Tickets available this Friday at AEW.TIX.com. Really excited. That's this. That's an, that's always exciting about them going to Canada because you'll be able to tell who's vaxxed and not vaxxed because they will not be on that show. WWE ran into some problems uh, with that, I think, earlier this week. Uh, Nikita Lyons, one of their NXT pups, couldn't get into Canada because she was unvaccinated. Um, Not for or against. It's just interesting. It's just an interesting note. You know? It's like one of those things like... uh. Like how John Madden only flies per bus. Like, she just ain't going to make some trips, you know? Otter versus Son for the first time ever in AEW. This is about a different future for us. Ooh, what are we going to This here? is a pretty big move, and I'm going to trust my dad. This isn't about money. This is about family. This is about living on a boat because the government is too overreaching. Is this fucking one of those, like, the Viking returns, deadliest catch? Oh, were they bringing back that dead guy? Did they bring someone back from the dead? Deadliest catch has been on for so long and had so many people die of injuries. It's pretty incredible. Stay farm, we're there for your what ifs. Thanks. Like a good neighbor, 
Your mom is gay. That's what I do whenever this commercial was on. Does that upset you guys? For the all-new Subway series menu. Let's hear about this number seven pick from a former. Let's flick around a little bit more, more shit to flick around with. So yeah, we got this Gabby Hanna. We hope she's okay. Um, you know, and we can't wait to hear your seven-part TikTok about your experience with our mental health care system. What's up? A drippy, soft, a grippy, soft vacation. Oh, so is that like the, is it, yeah, that's what good, that's what TikTok is good for, is it does come up with little cute, clever, like, sensors. She's taking a grimpy sock location because she tried vacation because she tried to unlife herself, unalive. She fucking tried to. K her H off her head. Uh, and I love how the, it's causing good stuff. Like people think like, oh, this is just a more sensitive way. It's like, no, this is so their fucking videos stay in the algorithm. It has nothing to do with sensitivity. They don't care if you kill yourself. See, I say it. I say the LLs. Let's see here. Plex suffered a data breach. That's bad for me. That's bad for the show. That means, well, I don't know if the third, the tertiary emails. So I should call up Wesley, though. We use Plex for this podcast. Let's see. Chet Holmgren. Pinocchio is everywhere from Disney to Netflix. Oh, like a real Pinocchio. Oh, are they doing a real Pinocchio movie? Why do you got to do this? We've hit peak Pinocchio season. The wooden marionette who wishes to be a real boy just about everywhere. Disney's light uh, will launch on Disney Plus in September. Oh, it's Guillermo del Toro. What's it going to be? A goddamn horror movie about a boy who's damned with a long nose. Guillermo del Toro is all Spanish. It's about the boy named Brachio. This looks like, is it Tim Chalamet? No way. Is it, is it Chalamet? Let's see. An animated version of the story will hit Netflix in December. It doesn't end there. Nope. This is a gift that they're really hitting us with a lot of fucking Pinocchio. I wonder why. Is the, is the, is it one of those? A lot of Disney properties are hitting that 100 year mark. They're trying to fucking grease a lot of this shit before anyone can make a Pinocchio movie. That fucking, you see the horror poo movie that's coming out? They're making a horror movie Pooh Bear because it's it's a uh, free reign now. The copyright wore off. So now any people are just making poo movies. Yeah, well, they're fucking getting at it. Look at Billy Gunn just wasting away on his boy. Probably taking away some times of getting arrested for possession of meth out, out on him at this point. Those gun boys got serious problems. That's his son. What is it? Well, he signed the contract. He's getting paid. King Carp, you know, it's no, I understand. Can't forever. No, it's just, it's just a nasty beatdown. But yeah, I'm just saying, my son's a champion. I'm not used to this. What did he hit him with? His jam box. Stokely got him with the jam box. You never hit a man with his own jam box. That's street rules right there. 
The other gun just does not look similar to any of them, and it's off-putting. With the Shawn Michaels pants. What a weak move. Great name. Weak move. That move, that name deserves a move as strong as an actual fucking quarter Colt 45. Stokely knows where the money is, and I guess he feels it's in the guns. What wow. I, we've seen Stokely handing his business card out over the last few weeks. To- I mean, you all already work for AEW. Like, there's no need for the business cards. Just crew up. I don't do that if I want to start from. What if I did that? What if I just, like, if I wanted to hang out with someone, I hand him my business card, and it says, Keith Pazel, CEO, Friendship, Inc., Recruiter, Friendship Inc. Look at that. Look at that sign more than ever. Pay MJF now more so than ever after tonight. I mean, people were punked that, pumped that Mox won. Man, Swerve Strickland is so cool. Keith Lee is so fat, and it took him so long. Look at him. He was not running like Swerve. Swerve was up those stairs and out that fucking stage. Interesting turn of events there. It's been an interesting night of turn events. You know you're cool when you can wear a leather jacket indoors where you know it's hot and not look hot. Like anyone can dress like that, but I would so clearly be dripping and uncomfortable. People would be asking me if I was forced to wear it. Our colleague Tony Schiavone is standing by to say seven words before the interview gets interrupted. Why so close on his face? Take a little off the sides of that beard, Tony. Against Will Ospreay and Aussie Open in the trios tournament. Oh, Pac, long time no see, brother. Last time we was in a ring together, it was a... Will Ospreay and a tennis tournament versus Death Triangle. Aussie Open sounds like a tennis tournament. Great tag team. Horrendous name. More gold for the United Empire. You see, Will... Well, it seems to me we all have belts, so it doesn't... I don't understand why we're going for three more. You got a belt. They got a belt. I got a belt. They've had belts. Tonight, gentlemen, we're not going to kill you. We're gonna throw you on your back in a working fashion because this is professional wrestling. You find out the odd way. Celtic's gonna win the leg. Presented by DraftKings. Is it? Or is it? Love how they show Kenny up top. What do you think he's betting on? What do you think Kenny Omega's betting on? Plots to animes, how animes are going to turn out? So yeah, Lies of P has a very different distinctive take on Pinocchio. I think this is the animated Netflix one. Uh, Now he looks more like Timothy Chalamet or an actor in Riverdale. That's very funny. Um, 
So yeah, a lot of Pinocchio coming at us over the summer. Some scary, some happy, some Timothy Chalamet. Let's see. Let's go to the real times. Let's go to the real time treads. Oh yeah, that Rob McElhenney soccer show is coming out. That should be fun. As a fan of soccer, though, I hope it's not just for the show. Because you really can drive a town's economy into the ground. Like, I think some of these rich people buy soccer teams thinking it's not that big of a deal. That, like, oh, you know, if we end up shitty, who cares? I don't think they realize, like, you get relegated. That soccer team can't make money. People drink too many pints. They get divorced. Children get abused. Like, soccer teams go under. Uh, but yeah, they bought Wrexham AFC. Um, but I, I hear they're being smart. They're not like being too ambitious. A lot of times people will buy a soccer team in the lower leagues and think like, well, we're multimillionaires. We'll just pump money into it. But you have to, whatever you put into it, you have to sustain. So you can't put in more than you make. And it seems like they're being smart with being good, but not being too good. Um, let's click and see. I'm interested to see what the show is though. Let's see if it's a, if it's like a worked reality show about them being inept at it, it's an eight-part docu-series on Disney Plus charts their progress. Oh, it's just kind of like a Sunderland till we die type of thing, except for with Ryan Reynolds being sold. It'll be interesting to see all of the AFC, uh, Wrexham AFC shirts that people buy because Deadpool likes it. Um... Dancing with the Stars. Ooh, we got a breakup. Dancing with the Stars is moving to a streaming service, isn't it? Emma Slater and Sasha Farber may have had their last dance. Article is worth it just for that line. I don't even need to read the rest. Really, really solid music. Like, that's music good enough. You don't even really, you can be a mediocre wrestler and you'll be over with that. Gets a little jab in at Thunder Rosa here. Talks about how she wrestled her whole title reign with a broken wrist, and that actually is true. I mean, it was heavily casted. I don't think it, she caused too much permanent damage, but she did have a year plus long, almost a year long title reign with a broken wrist. Man, they wreck people on the side of the ring, dude. They're always just going into that guardrail and just wrecking people's kneecaps. That's when you know AEW really does have a dedicated group of fans because they have not been sued. And you know what? I'm not a litigious man, but I also don't have a lot of money. And if I dislocated my kneecap because Kenny Omega did a fucking su uh, tope suicida into me, I think Larry would demand that I sue. I think a part of buying the ticket in the small print is that you're liable for whatever happens. Like when you buy a ringside ticket, they say, you know, our wrestlers are going to fly at you like human missiles. So you might get hurt. They barreled into a little girl last week. It was kind of hilarious. She was not expecting it. Like she laid out with the wrestlers. Either she sold well or they fucking took her out, dude. 
Uh, yeah, Dancing with the Star Breakup. Who gives a fuck? Triple H, CM Punk feud. Here we go. What do we got here? Wardlow on wanting to feud with Triple H. AEW airing Punk vs. Mockley for free. This is all from 9, 15 hours ago. People don't even know what the fuck has happened. People don't even know that none of this matters now. Barbie Ferreira is leaving Euphoria. Who's Barbie Ferreira? Oh, the cam girl? Yeah. The thick one? Yeah. She's going to go off and be thick on her own. Uh, oh, she's a musician? Yeah. She's like, we're doing fucking... We're doing Pitchfork. Good for her. Pre, did she start the band after Euphoria, or did they no. get her from the music world? First goes King. Rip put on the brakes. Drove Kylan King face first. That middle turnbuckle was a tad overzealous. Was Kylan King? I think the moment got to her. Now she's in trouble here. So pale. Like I always wonder. Not that I'm dissing it. Like, do they like looking pale? Is the pale covering something? I just want to look dead because I love death. Like, you do probably get so goth to where you're like, my hair is so colorful and I wear such long chains that my skin is just too cool. Then it's just so much cooler than the rest of my fucking person. The AEW World Championship. Yeah, but I've, that's like her face, her head is paler than the rest of her body. Like, she paled up her face. Exchanges off the down, they'll chop the down, guys, right to the Patel in front of the kneecap there. And Britt now thinking... She looks like she's coming from fucking... For Boromir and the Lord of the Rings type of shit. Look at that. That's the kick that put Punk down. Good job. Would be an upset in the making here, JR. Absolutely. And certainly, Kyle King looking to drill the dentist, the doctor, Dr. Britt Baker. I should do that when I work. I lift big bags of salt at work, and I should fucking throw one in and be like... Be like, y'all right? No! Oh, that's close. Very, very close. And uh, the doctor is in deep water, shall we say. Yeah, and you know, right now, hometown advantage, obviously, for King. Well, I've always thought he was making a reference to something. The doctor's in hot water, shall we say. Well, why? What does that have to do with being a doctor? Knees. Oh, no. And oh, second shot. Straight shot right to the face. Good pop on that slap. And there you go. Going for that glove. I wonder if she uses the same dentist glove like Vader's mask. Baker moving on to the women's four-way. Another thing that got teased, and we'll get into it a little more when it comes up here at the end of the show. Um, 
Kenny Omega, they looked like they're teasing Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay for a Wrestle Kingdom thing. Uh, and Wrestle Kingdom's only one night, and I did a little digging. Uh, AEW is pre-taping their show on January 4th, so that's either a respect thing of, like, not wanting to air a live on January 4th, or Kenny's not going to be there, and they're taping something for the next week. I think she does that everywhere she goes, like when they call her in line at the deli. Britt Baker, DMD, it's written on the on her tag to do that. Now for the pay-per-view. Huh? Oh, I know. It's like Dr. Cosby, yeah. Like, I... Britt Baker, DMD. How do you get to be Esquire? A lawyer? Man, law school, just for a cool name like that? Esquire, look at Tony Storm coming down, looking like she just did fucking. I've just been up for four days doing heroin. Oh, that's cool. MSJ, Miss Serious. Dude, Jamie Hader put Tony Storm into that fucking apron. She put all of her into her. I don't know if she meant to. Like, Tony Storm went in and just jawed right into that apron. I wonder if she really got hurt. Hikaru Shida making the save. She really puts a lot into it, but it just makes no sense having her come down. It's like you got this brawl, and they're like, and here comes a Final Fantasy game to save the day. What's your face say, Shida? That'd be funny if she was like, it's Mike Tyson's tattoo just under my eye. It's fun little music. This is like the end of an anime. Like the end of a Dragon Ball Z episode. They're like, you're both wearing a lot of leather. Tag team champs wanted to talk to the acclaim, and they're kind of uh, banged up a little bit right yeah, now. Yeah, y'all got whooped up on out there. <laughs> but it's cool. We, we don't mind coming in to save like, another tag team, you know? Because even when Swerve messes up his promo, it's so cool. And uh, let's be honest, you guys. I like Swerve. WWE did him dirty. Because we love you, but we think that you would be worthy opponents for the tag team championship at all odds. Well, I talk slow because I have long COVID, and I get out of breath quick. Hey, and that's another news thing. I got the long COVID, guys. I'm having heart palpitations over here. It's fucking insane. <laughs> it's a real thing. Uh, the good thing is they go away. I hear they go away. That was the scary part I was reading about it. And, like, if I'm having heart palpitations, I want to read, like, go to the hospital right now. Because, you know, I'm concerned, but this was like, eh, I mean, you can go to your doctor, but they don't, they can't really do anything. You know, you just got to kind of hang in there and have heart hiccups until it gets better. Like, okay, apparently <laughs> that's what I got to do. Final Death Triangle versus Will Ospreay and Ozzy Open. We will stay with these championship matches. As they should build a slow burning rivalry to JR Wrestling Excalibur for his mask. Hair versus mask. The hair on my hair on my ears versus your mask. 
Here we go. Here's the big moment. Now you'll notice, so last week Punk still had the cheers, and then all this Hangman Page, Coward, finding out that CM Punk is being a tyrant backstage, and Mox really has the fucking, he fired that water bottle into, just right into the people's legs, dude. They just do not care about their fandom. It's incredible. I love it. Like, that's when you know that you're all, that. that's when you know, look at that little boy. He knows nothing. That little boy knows nothing of the real drama that's going on. That's wild that there's smarks in the audience who probably feel so in the know and privileged that they're like, Ooh, there's backstage drama going on. Part of this is real. And then what happens with the match? It's like a three minute squash because Punk, I think, hurts his foot. When I watch this, because I watch the illegal feed. I watch my mom's five o'clock Pacific feed. And when this match ended, my jaw was dropped for a minute straight. Central. Yeah. 5 p.m. Central. I mean, it was five o'clock here. It was seven o'clock Central. Man, I love this so they're firmly on Mox's side. So even if you were making a decision on the fly, even if the move here was CM Punk deciding in the curtain, because sometimes wrestlers do that. They'll say, like, I'm going to decide right when the match starts, if I'm dropping it or not. So he could have said, like, whoever gets the loudest cheer gets the belt. So a lot of things are at play. We can't play this song, so I'll... I'll. Now, they're kind of half booing and half cheering here. So if nobody... If people are watching this and they don't know really what's going on, it turns out that that guy on the stage right there, CM Punk, who was known for being a backstage problem in WWE and kind of an asshole, and I know from personal experience that he's... He's a surly jagoff. He got, I did, was doing a comedy show and he showed up and I announced that he was there because he was the World Wrestling Federation champion and he got mad at me and like said I ruined his night and that like I made it weird because he was just there to see his friends. I'm like, you're a wrestling champion. They would want me to do that. So he's just one of those fucking guys who like if you're not his best friend, he hates you. And, and then so he leaves wrestling seven years ago, joins MMA abandons all of his wrestling friends. They all hate him. Then he joins AEW and then immediately starts causing backstage issues. Uh, and then a wrestler cut a promo on him, calling out those issues. Punk threw a temper tantrum and said, I'm refusing to lose to this guy. And then he got hurt. And now he's back in this title unification match. So the whole build to this was like Punk's been hurt. He's being a dickhead backstage and it's coming to life on TV because people are cutting promos, essentially saying in hidden language that like, hey, man, you're being a real piece of shit backstage and none of us like you uh, and we're going to have a good match. Uh, so you had all of that, all this build. It was going to be the pay-per-view match. And then they're like, well, we're doing the match next week. And a lot of that's leery in like the world of professional wrestling. Whenever you're moving up main events, it either means someone's punished or someone's hurt. Um. So let's just really live in the build to this. Take away the brave. We're getting full screen for this. We got to go full screen for this. See, it's mostly Moxley. They kind of work a half CM Punk chant into it. Okay, so there is a limp. 
I will say there is a limp. So, and he's wearing pants and he hasn't been wearing shorts. So he could have been wearing like a high boot this whole time. So there's a theory that he's never been back from his injury, that he came back too early just to set up this little quick unification match. And then he's going to go actually heal his foot, which still doesn't make sense. Like, why not wait till the pay-per-view? Why? Like, is he that hurt that he's like, no, I can't stand on this leg another week. Like, so there is a limp. I will say there's a noticeable limp that I didn't notice live. That ref is really struggling to hold up those belts. What's up? He looks so old. Those are puffy boots, too. Those boots are puffy. Psychology early that leads to uh, them knowing that, though. I mean, they obviously knew it was going to be quick. You mentioned it's been 84 days since CM Punk stepped foot in a ring. You have to remember, in that intervening period of time, CM Punk had that foot surgically repaired. I don't know if it's been surgically repaired yet. I mean, because that's the thing. He was at Comic-Con in a boot, and I heard from people that were in the know of the situation that he was, like, relearning how to walk and shit. So what I think is happening, I mean, the him being a dick backstage stuff is real. I don't think that's tied to the finish of this match. What I think happened is he shattered his foot, went away, they put the interim title on Mox, he then got wind from a doctor that, like, I'm going to be out for a long fucking time, um, but I can come back to do, like, an injury angle. So he's been cutting promos on TV for the last two, three weeks. Um, this is the first kind of physicality that he's done. Um, so I think he came back, quote unquote, too early. And that this is going to be a result of that. So he might do the spin kick next. He's going to do this spin kick. Now watch him go down. This will be to see if it's a work or if it's a real injury. Because a lot of times when someone stands on one leg and hurts their foot again, you see some sort of collapse. He really fucking wound up and went for a spin kick. Here it comes. There it is. Now, also, it's good. It's a thing to note is that when the doctor goes to see Mox goes over there and starts fucking with his foot. And that's usually a sign that it's a work, not necessarily that his foot's not hurt, but that like whatever's happening is being allowed. Like, I don't think someone would actually hurt their foot and you'd start going over there punching it. Unless people hate punk that much. That'd be off the hook. I mean, I got disrespected by him publicly, and I don't hate him that much. Mark's trying to fight him off, guys. I don't think he can. It's like a shot. Yeah, but he, like, twisted. He, like, did a twist kick. Yeah, but he also, he's also, like, only a month removed from legitimately shattering his foot. So what I think is that his foot isn't fully healed. He actually does need more surgery on it. And that this is a way to take him off TV. But he does a great job of staying off that foot for the time. So yeah, here we go. Two Death Riders. Jim Cornette is going to flip a shit and I can't wait to hear it. 
No, in a terrible way. He hates John Moxley. He's going to be so upset that they didn't put it on Punk. Look at that face. Look at that virgin's face. I mean, what just happened there? Did he come back too soon? He got his ass whipped. Is what happened with oh, the Punk. He got hurt with that high round kick. Doctor's checking on him. I mean, really? Let's don't take anything away from John Moxley. No, I'm not, but I'm just saying, did he come back to see me? That's not a, that's not a knock on Mox, not at all. Why would I do that? Never. I mean, Mox, no doubt, but... So much could be at play here. No MJF either. A lot of these theories all hinge on MJF coming back. So a lot of the things that are at play here. So let's continue on this whole CM Punk came back too early route. So CM Punk is quote unquote forced to come back. In reality, ratings were fucking tanking as shit. So Tony Khan probably said, Hey, are you okay enough to come back, cut some promos on Moxley? We'll set up a rematch. You obviously can't go at the pay per view. So we'll work something that moves the match up. We'll do a pull apart. Obviously, this is something that can't wait. They got to get at each other. Uh, we'll do this angle, but now someone said this is set up for because now it's in story that Tony Khan brought Punk back too early and he re-injured his foot. So now Tony Khan has a reason to be have animus towards Tony Khan. And who else is on the outs with Tony Khan right now? Maxwell Jacob Friedman. So now a lot of people are saying that this is setting up a big return of MJF and CM Punk as a big heel stable. Um, which I think might be the play. I did call a hunk, a, a hunk peel turn or a hunk or a punk heel turn, but I thought the way that it was going to go was him winning the title and then turning heel. Um, and then MJF coming back as a face to challenge him for it. Yeah, one of his best friends and coaching. And Punk whispering something to Ace. This has got to be heartbreaking for CM Punk. Coming back. Like I said, he's coming back to shoot it. Yeah. Now, we can't even put weight on his freaking left foot. So many, so much interesting stuff. I mean, it's probably a work, but also it would be cool if he actually did hurt his foot and they actually did have to call all of this in the ring. And that CM Punk's all sad. And this is karma coming back at a real jerk. Because they do kind of have to now. Th and this is also where you got to cover your tracks work wise. They do kill time like they make it seem like there should have been more to this match. Like they, they fucking show replays. They flash, uh, Ricky Starks comes out and does an extra long promo. Um, no promo. Uh, and then they re, they, they just really stretch time. An impromptu pay per view, uh, review or preview. You cannot play Mox. You gotta zone in on a guy when he's freaked up. You have to. And John Moxley is undisputed in his home state. Let's see what Twitter's buzzing about here. Then Christian Cage having to follow that with a promo. Christian Cage stomping the arm on the steel steps. You see the arm is in a brace right now. And he has made the challenge, Christian Cage, for you one-on-one -on -one, September 4th at All Out. Let's see if Dave Meltzer has said anything about this. 
extend an Last week, I was giving you one last opportunity to apologize to me for costing us the world tag team. I was going to buy you a captain of a ship jacket, just like me. You want to look like you're an admiral of a ship, of a Canadian cruise ship, in the Maritimes? Now, I know I said some things about you too, Jungle Boy, but the difference is I wasn't coming from a place of malice. It's called tough love. I was trying to motivate you to become the best version of yourself, but you're not smart enough to see that because your problem is, Jungle Boy, you think you're better than you are. You think you're smarter than you are. But you are and never will be as smart as Christian Cage. You understand me? Now you have the audacity to challenge me. Challenge me. He's like, that was fucking weird, that that last match, right? That's all he wants to say. Wasn't that fucking weird? I work here and I don't know what the fuck is going on. I like Phil. Phil's my friend. I worked with him in WWE. I don't know what's going on. I try and stay out of it. I'm just Jay Riso, Canadian. I've done it all. Yeah, Dave Meltzer hasn't... That's another wrinkle to this because usually if something is a work or not a work, Dave Meltzer will tweet about it. But he hasn't said shit for two hours, which means he asked and Tony Khan isn't saying anything. Or it's a real injury and they're scrambling to cover this up and work it in some sort of way. Um... Let's see what the latest buzz about this is. I think it... No, that's that's what I think it is. I think he, his... That's what I think it is. Um, Punk selling the foot like Matt Jackson selling his back. LMAO. Deep cut New Japan reference. Nobody will get that. Um, Christian Cage versus Jungle Boy. All right, that's enough. It's time, Kenny put his foot down and remind everyone what AEW is all about. Oh, cause there's more drama in the AEW women's division. Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker can't stand each other described as mortal enemies. Jamie hater also hates Rosa. After she broke Jamie's nose at battle of the belts, Rosa hid in the bathroom in fear of getting her ass kicked. Joey Lanza is speculating that Rosa isn't injured and was just sent away to cool things off. Oh man. That's why she was crying. Tony Khan just reprimanded me like I was 10. I mean, this is Ivalice all said this when Ivalice had a trial run in AEW. She was bitching that Thunder Rosa wasn't working well in the ring, but Ivalice had previous issues of being like a quote unquote bitch. So people kind of took Thunder Rosa's side, but I don't know. Maybe we got some real shit here. But I love how this guy's like, all right, Kenny's got to put his foot down. Yeah, Kenny Omega, be aggressive. New shirt and long boys. Yeah, I think the long boys were covering up a foot, a foot cast or something of the operation. Because on that rewatch, I did notice the fucking, the, the boot or the limp, the noticeable limp. What a weird pant combo. He looks like a sexy mustard bottle. And don't forget Hobbs 
When you were standing around in Jacksonville in a bedazzled t-shirt being Britt Baker's security guard, you were playing Ooh. background player then. Then you met me and I showed you what it meant to have a seat at my table. If I ain't, you ain't. If I had the spotlight, I made sure it was big enough for the both of us. I'm not supposed to be out here yet. Because that main event was crazy. No, they were. You know it's all a work, too, because I think if you go... Tony Khan tweeted, like, right... Even before the show ended, he tweeted, I want to thank everyone for watching AEW Dynamite. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's all a work. But to what end, though? That's the thing. Let's say that's the play. That we're going to do this whole... I'm going to make you come back too early. You're going to re-injure your foot so you can actually go away and rehab your injury. When you come back, you're going to be healed because you're going to be mad at me for making you come back. Why not do all that at the pay-per-view? Now, I understand that you might not want people to pay hundreds of dollars to fly from Los Angeles to Chicago and pay $50 on pay-per-view just to have a three-minute squash match of CM Punk. I get that. But now you have one ten days to build a world title match for the pay-per-view. Are you not having a, pay- a world title match at the pay-per-view? Am I flying out for a world title list all out? Chicago and fight me at all out. Oh, whoa. How about this, Ricky? If you lose, you have to wear socks with your loafers. Finally. What's well, a foot surgery? Yeah, it might be. Yeah, it could be something. Yeah, it could have a, a surgery scheduled. Um, yeah, he won't be able to walk. Best in the world, John Moxley. Yes, sir. Oh, no, this kid, another crying kid. See, but here's the thing, little boy. Your hero is a dick, and you'll find out later. Right now, you don't know. You think he's a good guy. Uh, that's interesting. Britt Baker, Mortal Enemies with Thunder Rosa. That's fun. Jamie Hayter also hates Rosa. Interesting. Interesting. So Hikaru Shida is, might get some fucking light back in the thing because Thunder Rosa is going to get buried. See, and that's where Tony Khan has to start learning the wrestling business or he'll lose the locker room is like, you do kind of got to bury some people and teach, you know, like they say in the wrestling business, you got to learn how to eat shit and like the taste of it. And then, so yeah, they'll Triple H Rosa, she'll lose her title, um, go home, cool off, she'll come back, people will hate her, she'll be a jobber. And then she'll work her way up if she's got any stuff for the business. <clears throat> um, fuck around and find out. What is this? So, yeah. I think people have cooled off on the theories. Maybe Tony Khan contacted all the fans and told them what was going on. Spectrum business, no nonsense. I think I'm gonna take a break no here, guys. No Smoke a little bowl, air the box out. But I'm I'll be back in about seven minutes. Let me pull up a. Let me pull up a commercial so I don't get flagged here.
Without a binding contract, of course. When you're hurt in an accident, go to Injured.com. From auto accidents to workplace injuries and even wrongful death, Injured.com takes the guesswork out of finding the right attorney for your case. At Injured.com, just fill out four simple questions and a member of my team will get right back to you. The consultation is free. At Injured.com, if you don't win your case, you don't pay a penny in legal fees. Injured, we're here to help. Go to Injured.com today. With Canva, we design social posts together. We just drag and drop. Make it pop. And then watch the likes roll in. What will you design today? Just queuing up some commercials here, guys. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna take a break and we'll be back with this AEW Dynamite watch along. West Coast Feed, this is Keith Pazel. They get no kick being thrown from a plane. A thousand foot fall doesn't thrill them at all. So tell me why should it be true that they get a kick out of To fight evil, Spider-Man will go anywhere, anytime. A superhero's gotta do what a superhero's gotta do. Whoa, Spider-Man! Sorry I can't hang around. They don't matter. They never did. Truth is, the answer to every problem, any problem you might have in professional wrestling, the answer is always John Moxley. There is only one John Moxley. There is nobody that can do what I do like I do. I am professional wrestling. I'm not just some guy. I am the guy in this industry. There are no limitations on what I can do, and I don't follow any rules. Everybody's always asking, when is it going to be my time? When is my time coming? I'm telling you, my time, right now, right this minute, 2022, we're living in my time is now. My time is right goddamn now. And what intensity. Well, hey, coming up this Friday night, Rampage 10-9 Central on TNT, the Rampage semifinal, House of Black versus Dark Order, plus a mixed tag team match, Sammy Guevara and Ty Mello take on Ortiz and Ruby Soho, JR. And ladies and gentlemen, we're going to see the TNT championship on the line, Wardlow defending against Ryan Neiman. And we will hear from the TBS champion, Jade Cargill, this Friday at Rampage, plus the Ring of Honor World Championship match, Claudio Castagnoli versus the natural Dustin Rose. What a match that's going to be, ladies and gentlemen, plus Jake Hager next week on Dynamite. And Wednesday night, Brian Danielson, Jake Hager, where do you find two better in-ring competitors? And what about this? Ahead of the four-way match at All Out, Tony Storm and Hikaru Shida will take on Dr. Britt Baker, DMT, and Jamie Hayter. And then All Out Sunday, September 4th on pay-per-view, JR. This is huge. Absolutely is, ladies and gentlemen. Look at this. Chris Jericho, two of the great legends, two Hall of Famers, one-on-one on the big stage. 
the finals of the AEW World Trios Championship Tournament. New champions will be crowned, and we will also crown the AEW Interim Women's World Champion in a four-way match. Plus, it is official Jungle Boy will face Christian Cage one-on-one. -on -one. And what about the blockbuster announcement earlier? Wardlow and FTR take on Jay Lethal and the Motor City Machine Guns. Plus, the Casino Ladder Match returns to All Out on Sunday, September 5th, and the AEW World Tag Team Championship is on the line. Swerving our glory versus the Acclaim. And we're going to see Ricky Sarge go one-on-one -on -one with Powerhouse Hobbs. It will be a slobber knocker and could steal the show, ladies and gentlemen. Well, one week ago, we saw one of the longest-awaited returns in all of professional wrestling. Kenny Omega is back in AEW. and they have advanced to the Dynamite Final. Took this very sudden, very, ladies very and special, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight is a Apologize, Dynamite semi-final match in the AEW World Trios Tag Team Championship Tournament. Approaching the ring first. The United Empire, Austin Open, and Folks, this is going to be some of the greatest wrestling you're going to see perhaps ever in your career of watching television wrestling. I am a major fan of Will Ospreay. He is something extraordinary. And another somebody else that's not so extraordinary, but he's here with us, Don Callis. Don, welcome. <laughs> Good to be here doing a little scouting, if you will, and some insight for you gentlemen today. And our main event is coming up next. Don't go anywhere. It's going to be special. It's going to be really good, folks. One word describes HGTV Monday. It's hot. Get down and dirty inside. Oh, yes. And out. What do you think about that? I kind of like it. Come home with Mike and Carmine. We're here now. We're here. They make it look good. Oh, my God. Inside Out, Monday at 8 on HGTV. It's Championship Bulldog Fighting Time! <laughs> BattleBots Champions. Special Encore Presentation. Next on TBS. Yo, new Sprite? Nah, same Sprite. New bottle. It's kinda like same floater. New heights. Same jam. New style points. New bottle. Same refreshing Sprite. People who come to Cricket stay with Cricket. Little did we know that switching to Cricket was gonna be a major upgrade. The 5G is like fast, fast. Switch for the speed, stay for the savings. Smile, you're on Cricket. The Volkswagen Taos. German engineering everyone can get into. Visit your Southern California Volkswagen dealer today to learn more about our vehicle lineup. Add Downy to your wash for all the freshness and softness of home. 
even when you're not at home. Feel the difference with Downy. Girl, you know it's been way too long. I got to get back in my zone. Truly hard seltzer, now made with real fruit juice. It's real refreshing because real fruit juice tastes better. Truly. Hey, you know what I say to all the other Titans attack who are making such a fuss over finally launching themselves into space? Welcome to the club. I've been putting people into spaces for years. Millions of people into millions of spaces. And that must be why Apartments.com is the center of the rental universe. Tippy-tippy-toe, tippy-tippy-toe. That's a big turkey. Wait a minute, wait a minute. There's one going up now. How many of these guys are there? Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Arby's sells the most Greek euros in America. If they wanted to sell the most Greek euros in Greece, They'd have to open a store there and call it Arby's. But in they're Greece, euros. They're not Greek euros. Arby's. We they're have Greek food. You don't have to say it. It's like saying Mexican tacos. It's a great name for a band. We're coming back, everybody. After I change the battery. We're officially back here, everybody. Looking at those belts. Why would you have them out just to damage them before the thing? They're going to get scuffs all over them. He's just like, how come you got a belt and we don't got... What the fuck, bro? I love how I made him Armenian, not Mexican. Poor Phoenix stole someone's sign. They're like, could you just autograph it and bring it back? He's going to rip it in half right in front of him. Will Ospreay, by the way. I mean, my face was over it when he was coming out. But if you were watching him come out, he just looks like he emerged from a pile of Elton John's clothes. When he comes to the ring. Osprey is one of the best in the world. Osprey, that IWGP United States heavyweight champion. Aussie Open recently crowned. Those trios belts do look sick, though. Smaller than the tag belts, which is important because you want to make it a little lesser then. You don't want these to be as important. Orange Cassidy with Danhausen back there. Last Friday night at Rampage. Man, I wonder how many times when you test that, you get a forehead right in your fucking ball junk. Every time. I got the forehead in my balls again today. Even though people don't like it, it is skill. That's the thing, my whole defense of modern wrestling, because that is what this is. The idea that 
you uh let me get this brave thing off so you guys get full full pro camera here so a lot of people don't like those bounces off the ropes where you need to springboard off of the ropes to get into the move because it looks phony and in some ways it does if you compare it to traditional wrestling but to get yourself into a position <clears throat> quote unquote naturally enough to where it's plausible like the way they throw throw you into the ropes to give you the opportunity to handspring into the ropes is really incredible and how you see them do certain rotations of moves because they know on like the fifth rotation they're going to be in a certain spot for a certain person coming off the ropes like there is like a cool math and ballet to it you know but people from mid-south wrestling hate it a lot of air came down on those knees that is not safe like you're still falling from about 15 feet and taking all that impact on your legs. That would be sick if you saw the embodiment of death come into your room and then he does a lucha wrestling move and like fucking hypes up the crowd. I'd almost want to go with him after that. Be like, is this what death is? Are we just going to do fucking... Tope suicidas on motherfuckers in the afterlife. In the finals of the ruling G1 climax tournament, Osprey in the last 30 days has wrestled 18 matches. Is wear and tear going to be an issue for him tonight? Well, that's a good point. I use my brother for leverage. Trying in Japan to emulate the God of Pro Wrestling, Kenny Omega. Sorry, Taz. I understand. I, I, I agree with you saying about Kenny. Yep. I was trying to make a point that Osprey's battle tested. Absolutely. Battle tested like a Kenny Omega. Ooh. Ooh, listen to those slaps. I would be wincing like a little girl. I mean, that's got to hurt worse than when your dad hits you on the ass with a towel. And I used to, like, cry when my dad would do that. One time he got me with the tag. He, like, twirled it up, and he hit it perfect to where the tag of the towel nipped my back, and it sounded like he fucking open palm slapped me in the face. I really got too emotional about it. I started, like, you know when you, like, flail around because you think you're, like, like, your nerves are putting you into traction? I started doing that, and I was fine. Of course. You think? I don't know what British people have on the side of their heads, but you know we Americans got ears. We'll continue with picture, picture. Don't go anywhere. But please pay attention to the sponsors because they're very important to the show. Plus, the trios tournament continues when House of Black face Dark Order. House of African American, please. Man, wrestling is an interesting profession where you have to seriously look into the eyes of a man with or woman with half of their face painted. Very interesting. That's such a that's wild about Thunder Rosa. It is interesting what being a champion does to you cuz you know, she kind of you know, she was probably always this difficult person to deal with, but when you're in the underneath and you're doing preliminary matches, you kind of you know, you got to keep your yourself in check and then you think that you're going to be humble when you get the the belt, but it seems like she thought she was the shit and started fucking CM Phil Brooks in it up back there. We call that doing a Brooks. 
in the rest in the smart world. See if anything new has cropped up on Twitter here. Boom. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Nickelodeon Ultra. Oh yeah, people are already throwing these memes with the fucking girl at the concert talking. Have you done one of those? They are pretty stupid. Why? Because she's screaming in his ear? Because she's screaming in his ear. Oh. Well, they could be like, hey, here's a disclaimer. It's like, here's the way you read this joke. <laughs> Also, if you have hearing disability, no, or sight. oh, the screen reader. Yes. Yeah, so well, I was gonna say, if you have problems seeing. You probably never been to a festival, so you probably don't know. Like, I don't know. No, I think they're annoying. I hate when I see a TikTok and it's like. Hello, everybody. I did this. <laughs> On your TikTok, though? No. So, man, yeah, everybody says, walking out of WWE, losing his UFC debut, getting squashed, and losing the AEW title. CM Punk should never return to Cleveland again. That's another point towards the work. Oh, my God, I never realized this. It was Cleveland. Oh, I got to tell the boys about this. Live wrestling group chatting. It's also been noted that he also walked out of WWE and lost his UFC debut in Cleveland. So that adds to whatever comes from this straight wrestling group chat shit and now ray phoenix isolated ray a phoenix birds are phoenixes mexican men are phoenixes he really is just a freak of nature now all the open gonna have their way here with ray phoenix i'd love to see yeah that's an interesting point about the the cleveland thing that adds another cool layer where he was like hey that's probably why they didn't do it at the pay-per-view too because he was like it makes sense to do it in cleveland because i got all kind of shit in cleveland the big big dude he's playing with phoenix with these little light round kicks then he's gonna turn it up i feel like and there it is davis hammering down those elbow strikes on the jaw brings them back and then you see best friends working on it Dan House in the back there. Dan House, best friends, will, will face the winner of the House of Black and Dark Order match that's occurring this Friday night on Rampage. And remember, why are you wearing multicolored gloves, Marvez or Alex Ibrahantes? Alex Ibrahantes has the pace like he just he's running late to something that like he's got his dealer waiting, and you got to get out of here, guys. We got to go. We got to go. I got my coat on and everything. He looks like he's got a coat on because he wants he's signifying to the Lucha Brothers that he's uncomfortable and wants to go home. 
as we continue through Twitter. From Denise Salcedo, four hours ago, I'm pretty stoked that I have no earth. Oh, what's going to go down? Oh, boy. I love seeing the preemptive tweets. Let's go to latest. This is top. The only problem with going to latest is you see everything. I love these, like, people who don't actually know what's going on. Apparently, a lot of wrestling fans have never broken a foot, and they are out here with sadly confused takes on CM Punk selling. Oh, well, whatever the reality of the situation is, I hope Punk heals up soon. CM Punk would make fun of you for being a wrestling fan if he knew you. He does that. He he was at a comic book signing, and an adult went up to him and said, "I'm your, you're one of my favorite wrestlers, and he smirked at him and was just like, you still watch wrestling and you're an adult and then did like a side chat like when how like they, they'll show footage from something in in real life and then they'll do like a breakaway interview and he's like yeah it just weirds me out when i see like adult men as wrestling fans like it should only be for kids uh it's horrible booking to put cm a cm punk match on tv sit down no business sense have an ass I love when people fucking steal Cornette's lingo when they try and talk. Like, yeah, like when someone works from the other ne- underneath in a preliminary as a baby. Like, all right, we get it. You listen to the drive-thru. Aussie open. Aussie open should just do moves with tennis rackets. And now Fletcher flies. That was a weird, like, I'm going to drop him and you fly into him type of thing. This was a great this match, was though. Save. That was big. This match continues in picture and picture. Who We're pipping this boy. We didn't have time to run any ads during that weird CM Punk Moxley match, so we're really going overboard here. Okay. I'm just out here because I got... Keep scrolling down. Twitter. Funny how stopwatches disappeared when AEW Women's Thunder Rosa got 58 seconds of TV time to announce her injury. Oh, calm down. Read the other tweets. She's a bitch. Stop feeling bad for her. She only got 58 seconds. Well, she's running her mouth for more than 58 seconds backstage. AEW might be finished if all of this doesn't lead to something big with CM Punk and or MJF at All Out. What are they cooking? I don't know, but they're cooking it with a billion dollar stove, so I don't think they're going to be finished. Um, She is literally 0-1 in MMA. Well, what's this about? Who the hell is believing this bullshit that Thunder Rosa hid in the toilet from Jamie Hayter? Rosa has a legit MMA slash combat experience. Thunder Rosa was a social worker before she was a wrestler. Maybe she fucking took some hip-hop keto, but I don't know how much combat experience. John Moxley's in the Blackpool Combat Club, and he hasn't had any combat experience. I mean, Jamie Hayter's a thick bitch. I mean, I would be upset if she was coming after me, too. Dean Ambrose beat CM Punk as the new CM Punk champion in three as the new AEW champion in three minutes with a picture of Roman Reigns here. That's funny. I love when he calls him. That's when you know it's someone who has never watched AEW when they still call him Dean Ambrose. CM Punk is coming back to WWE. Like why AEW want to keep Punk after that five minutes L he just took? It's not real, bro. So yeah, I think they finna release him because of that. This is not a real guy. It can't be a real guy. What are the rest of the tweets? We got PS5 sweepstakes retweets. Yeah, this is a bot. This is a bot pretending to be a urban black man 
It's very racist. I'm triggered. I'm triggered. So now that CM Punk is washed up and over, can we please bring back the talent MJF? MJF, I mean, if this drama backstage is real, MJF is like not as as unhappy with CM Punk. He's probably one of the MJF is probably one of the dudes who is the leader of this CM Punk is a piece of shit and I want out of here. So really, you should blame CM Punk for MJF being gone because that's probably more likely the case. What's this say? Listen to CM Punk, a genius wrestling brain. Yes, 100% Punk says. You try not to put too much stock in internet rumors, but for AEW, I definitely think that's part of our audience. Twitter's not real life, though. On top of that, a lie makes it uh, lie makes its way around the world twice before the truth puts its boots on or gets out of the bed. Triangle, United Empire, fighting for a spot in the See, that was cool. See, that's where you gotta, you can, you really can enjoy modern wrestling if you just take out the idea that, like, yeah, no one would hang themselves above the turnbuckle to be kicked into the head. But in a world where it did happen, it looks fucking cool. It looks cool when someone gets kicked in the face, springs up, and then does a suplex, and they both lay dead. It's called adrenaline. Meth heads get fucking shot by machine guns and keep walking for, like, seconds after. You don't think a wrestler could fucking keep going after he got fucking hook arm DDT'd? Oh, they missed. He missed. Oh, what a great botch we just captured on, on the West Coast feed. That's hilarious. Like when one of your best friends jumps, like climbs one of your cabinets and tries some stunt and is just like, and airmails it. The resilience. Ray Phoenix just little brothered off the fucking top rope. So Punk says, if I addressed every rumor, I'd be here all day. I love AEW. It's not a competition of who loves it more or who's heart or who's the heart and soul or who's this and who's that. AEW allowed me a second chance to do what I do best. And it's uh, and that's professionally wrestle. That's what I'm here to do. Make people want to see what happens next. I'm trying to sell tickets to live events. That goes back to me saying Twitter isn't the real world. Uh, my first year exceeded my expectations, and now we have a baseline to build off of. It makes the second year all that more exciting. Well, we'll see. See, even though that's not realistic, how awesome would it be if you were fighting with a man and you were both kicking the shit out of each other so well that you both had to stop and admire it for about 10 seconds and then hype everybody up around you. Start fucking recircling, regroup. Sometimes you got to regroup during a battle. Pac's hair is just so clumped all the time. It looks like he's, it's just like leaving his body. Like he's got such a weird shower curtain fucking hair. To the best in the entire world. I think it would be funny, though, if JR just called out all the moves. You would never be able to run up a human being's body like that. He used his momentum to come off the ropes if he just took the, this the last day. He's been in the business for 40 years, and he just unprotects it for the last five. He is tremendous. I don't give a rat's ass what anybody says. That guy's a stuck. That fucking meth dealer who's been sitting down with the chain is finally sitting. This fucking match got him up. Osprey after sustaining so much punishment. Where's Orange Neckbeard? Is he upset about the CM Punk thing? He probably fucking stormed out of that building after CM Punk. 
Oh no, there he is. Must be uh Rum Springer. He's out late. Osprey to his feet first. We will see if that is true, Taz. Take a look and watch how quick. Oh, the suddenness of the springboard by Osprey. Amazing. Now the pace once again slows as Osprey the chop taking. Although it never is good when you can hear individual voices, when you can hear people being like. All right, guys, I'll be right back. I'm going to go pee. The wobble in Osprey's step. But again, they blow people's fucking... They really blow you out at these AEW shows. I've gone. There's tapings before. There's dynamite. There's tapings after. Like, it's a six-hour event. So these people are really, really on their limits. Plus, their endorphins have all been bled out of their bodies after the CM Punk thing. Osprey hung up on the top rope. As Pack taking a moment to collect himself, so Pack look behind him, make sure Aussie Open's not coming in. It's still out hurting. A lot of time invested in this. Season. I love the real tweets about this. If the other guy is injured, is it really a squash match? Like, why are you defending? Top rope brainbuster. That was sick. That was sick. We have to and really hard to make safe. But we will see all the action in picture in picture. Don't go anywhere. Right into that dude. That fucking fat guy was just ready for that brace on his knees. Absolute power. Moxley is undisputed. See at CM Punk sucks. Washed up bum. Get him, Tennessee Lee. Even at him. We got people at and CM Punk. I mean, he hasn't tweeted in nine months. He ain't hearing you. Well, he tweeted when he first got hurt, but it, he hasn't done it since then. CM Punk is the new putting someone over for no reason guy. I mean, I think he put him over by being a dickhead this week. I think he put everyone who people would make fun of in AEW for being like a pussy or a pansy or like not a big enough star. I think Punk inadvertently put them over this week by it getting out that he's a maniac in the locker room. I won't be shocked if CM Punk quits AEW soon. Well, we don't know how long he's contracted. He could only be under a one-year deal and they could there could be some more shenanigans. Maybe Tony Khan is just garbage at renegotiating i don't know how much this match was not a copy or i don't know how this match was not on a pay-per-view like and like the biggest program it seriously just buried cm punk uh i mean he was hurt he can't like and that's the thing too whether it buried him or not he agreed to do it it's not like fucking twink ass tony khan put a a weapon to phil brooks's head yeah, look at finally Kingdom House Records comes to fucking comes to the rescue here. It's kayfabe. They're all building to something. Tell them. It's just the business. Let's see what else we got. I don't think that was an angle. The fans got duped and Moxley came out of it looking bad also. I mean, he came out with the world title. How does that? He came out with the world title in an entire arena of people chanting his name. How does that look bad? You just don't like him. Uh, whether the finish was a work or shoot, you protect the title. When Moxley won, they should have gotten CM Punk out of the ring immediately away from the cameras. He's fucking, that's when you know it is an angle. If he was really hurt, they would have went to commercial, like not picture in picture commercial. They wouldn't even, or they would have called the match. Um, but again, that's part of the business part of it is they did quickly. Like, that's when you know, that's how they did a good job of showing that it, it could have been a real injury, but it wasn't because 
Punk goes down. He immediately grabs the foot. The doctor comes over. They don't throw the X. The X means it's real. Um, doctor comes over. Punk then stays off, is on one foot the rest of the match. Moxley just fucking beats the ever-loving shit out of him. Um, but it all was on camera. If it was real, Punk, they would have taken, they would have taken him off camera immediately. And they, they would have just went right to the finish. There would have been no, get up on one foot, get clothesline, take a bunch of forearms to the face. They would have immediately called a finish. Like the ref would have went over to Moxley and said, take it home. He's hurt. So it wasn't, it wasn't real. It was a work. Look at that. He's a goddamn wizard. Realistically, though, if someone did run at you and then do a weird like worm roll and flip up, that would probably be like, what the fuck is going on? And then he would jump up and neck breaker you like a fool. And he's wearing a luchador wrestling max. This would be an embarrassing night for you at the bar. Look at those eyes. What if he's what if those are eyes because he's afraid of heights? I'm afraid of heights. Look at that. Tossed him off. Here we go. Hooking those arms. It's a powerful move because it's the Stormbreaker. That was a good hot tag. Davis is just all about flailing his body into people. That's his style, and I like it. That's beautiful. That was a beautiful Canadian destroyer. Why does it got to be Canadian? Is it because it knocks your neck out of place? I've got to go up high again. I don't like it up here. He got caught earlier with this. If he's going for a big Fletcher. All right, I'm stuck. He's he's paralyzed in fear. That'd be funny if his partner had to come up and like, it's all right, buddy. It's okay. One foot at a time. Put your foot in my hand. I promise I won't drop you. I had to do that one time as a kid. I was roofing with my dad, and I always had a problem. I could climb up the ladder and get on the roof, but I always had an issue with like. Because you really got to trust. You got to put your back to, you know, off the roof. You got to, like, turn around and put your back to the ladder and put your foot on a rung. But you can't see the rung. You just got to put your hand on it and put your foot down and hope for the best. Uh, and I used to just get paralyzed. I'd get, I'd get next to the ladder and I'd get a foot on it and I'd be stuck. One foot on the roof would be terrible. My dad would go, big guy. The fuck is Kip Sabian? Where the fuck has he been? I think he's been gone so long, people are like, who? Oh, okay. See, that's another thing about the YouTube shows is he's probably been doing that on Elevation or Elevation Dark. Like, no one's seen it. 
Man, he got really into Marilyn Manson over while well, he's been off. I put eyeliner on and got sinister. And I mean business. Doc Samson. Doc Samson doing a lot of work tonight. A lot of screen time for old Samson. And United Empire. Davis. Big Lariat. Turns right Phoenix inside out. Here comes Fletcher. They are wearing out Phoenix here. Oh, there goes Penta, the brother of Phoenix. Man, Aussie Open really is just like a bunch of hyperactive toddlers that you just unleash into a room. They have singled out Phoenix. And they're three on one. Exactly. Doing them up. They're just going to do Will Ospreay's finisher. Throwing them down. Aussie Open progresses. Now, I don't know what they, at the end of this match, they say it's Aussie Open and Kenny Omega and the Omega and the Bucks in the finals, but then they show the bracket and there's still one semifinal match, unless this is a four way six man tag team title match. So does that mean there's three, six, nine, three, six, and 12 fuckers in this match? Okay, yeah, so it's, oh, there's another, there's a final on Rampage. Here's Kenny cutting a promo, removed a little bit of his, uh, of his medical gear that he was wearing. He probably gave it to CM Punk to put on his foot. People really do love him. It is funny because I've seen wrestlers practice their like walkouts and they aren't saying words. Like when he's doing that whole like, he's not saying anything. He's just like moving his mouth and like going along with it. It really is hilarious to watch when they're practicing it and there's no one like you can't hear any fan cheers. When I used to background act, you had to do that. Like when you're, when you see background actors talking, you can't, there can't be any noise on set. So you have to just like, Like, you really do look foolish. You have to just, like, have a conversation without speaking. And, like, whatever they're doing, you kind of have to match the reaction to it. It is insane. There's skill to being a background artist. But if you can't do that, you're really, like, lower level. Like, you have no talent. Like, if you can't, like, all right, this dude's going to pretend to talk to you and you need to react accordingly. I love how Don Callis is the one. Like, you got a whole bunch of security guards, but Pimp Glass Don Callis is the one that, like, all right, I'll listen to Don. So apparently, and then we can probably cruise out on this, Kenny apparently cut a promo... No promo at the end of Dynamite. Five year history of the sport. Excellence at BattleBots. The BattleBot Championships, dog. He eviscerates Will Ospreay in a promo. Well, let's see this fucking promo, dude. Okay, here we go. Um, we gotta do it over here. 
The race for the golden bolt. Man, BattleBots had its place in time. It's just not now. Robots activate. Thank you. Okay. Switch over and watch this promo and end our little watch along. Hope you had a good time. I'll be back on Friday with a little bit more of a podcasty thing. That off. Okay, so he apparently this is Kenny cutting a promo on Will Ospreay after uh, the show tonight. Got it too, but I've also beaten Okada in the biggest stage of them all. Something you never forget. And guess what? That match that I'm talking about, Will, that's the one everyone calls the best one of all time. Something that no one says about your matches. In fact, no one can even remember your matches, Will. The biggest. <laughs> Does Dave Meltzer talk about your matches on Wrestling Observer Radio? You see, Will, I gave you the impossible task of filling my shoes. But maybe I shouldn't have given This is like a New Japan thing. Yeah, he's setting up a, a Wrestle Kingdom thing. So, yeah, they're going to wrestle at the Kingdom, uh, which is pretty cool. And that lends credence to them not actually doing an AEW program. Uh, on January 4th. Uh, so I think that is the move. Um, and that was the show. Uh, I hope you guys had a good time. Um, oh no, we disconnected. It just, like, there's no, there's no, yeah, yeah. The internet died. At least I think it did. No, I mean, I'm still streaming. It's just like frozen. Just going to stop streaming.